watch the videos. Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is a new episode of the new release wall, which means we're going to be talking about a movie that is brand new. This movie, in fact, has not come out yet, I believe. Uh, however, it's it's timed to coincide with that other big dinosaur movie, Jurassic Games. <laughs> Uh, yes. So, yes, today Zach and I are going to be talking about the Jurassic Dead. And if you don't know what that is, well, you're 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 pretty much every other person in the world. Uh, but here's Zach to run it down for you. From the makers of Tsunami, a film 60 mil- 66 million years in the making, The Jurassic Dead, released this month on video on demand, DVD, Blu-ray, DVD combo, exclusive to Walmart, The Jurassic Dead is part Jurassic Park, part The Walking Dead, with a T-Rex turning everyone it attacks into zombies. Summer is all about the Z-Rex. A unit of mercenaries must team up with a group of tech geek students after America after America is struck with an EMP attack. Deep in the desert, they find the source of the terror, a mad scientist who has also created a living dead T-Rex dinosaur, one who turns everyone it attacks into a zombie. Now they must scramble to stay alive and save the planet from the ultimate undead predator. <laughs> I don't know why I started. I didn't do the in a world gone trailer voice. I did the yeah, yeah. romantic comedy voice <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> but I think, right. I, think I think it works. I think it works. There's a lot of love in this film. A lot of love. Uh, <laughs> mo- mostly love of green screen, but. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll start us right off by saying this is not, uh, this is, this is not like Jurassic Games or even Cartel 2045 where it's like, this was so much fun in spite of its stupidity. This was, this was kind of a chore to get through. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of rough. Um, in a lot of ways. Uh, first of all, uh, I love the fact that the, per the press release slash official synopsis, the official, like, premise is that it's a, a group of mercenaries teaming up with tech geek students. Because yeah. it's like a girl who says she can code but shows <laughs> no actual technical acumen. Yeah, they're just two kids that's no more than a bunch of, you know, literally like meathead yeah. JSOC people who aren't even JSOC, like at least JSOC people, like they know what they're doing. They're smart. These are just yeah. like the worst B-level, um, quote unquote heroes, um, of the 1980s. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, have we watched a movie this bad for the podcast yet? I don't think so. I, I don't. Not think bad so in this way because I mean, like, I think that this one was more uh, was probably better put together than say, um, like the the graphics and and, and different things like that. They were, it was certainly better um, than even maybe the um, uh, than Jurassic Games or say. Uh, the, like the CG and, and just first, I mean, like the editing was fine. I mean, like it, this was like, 
a sci-fi movie back, you know, 10 years ago, um, that kind of world, but just everything was done slightly worse. Like the writing was slightly worse. Like, so it wasn't enjoyable in a bad way. I think it was, I think it was almost too competently put together for it to be funny, like so bad it's good, sort of good. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was a big problem. Like there, it wasn't, it was definitively not so bad it's good, which is what you want when it's a zombie T-Rex. Yeah. Uh, it, it was definitively not so bad it's good because it, it basically the, the different elements of the movie split down the middle of things that were just bad. Yeah. And then things that were actually pretty okay, but the things that were actually pretty okay didn't buy back the bad and they didn't have that kind of bend, like the curve to it. Yeah. To make it so bad, it's good. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, like, and the things that are bad in it aren't like, oh, just the green screen's bad, or oh, you can yeah. see the boom mic in one scene, or something like that. It was, it's just weird things. Like, one of the main characters um, has a blonde wig on that you can see the the hairline on, and looks cheap as fuck. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like weird. It's like there's no reason for her to be blonde. No. There's no reason. I mean, it's not like it's not like she has some weird dye hair or something like that or something, whatever. She literally should have just dyed her hair blonde or just been a brunette. I mean, like she plays a bit of it, like kind of a bit of a ditz, but not like. Yeah, not like there's no like, like exactly. yeah, it's not there's like no blonde joke buried in this. Uh, yeah, or, or at least if there is, they didn't communicate it clearly enough for to <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, that was one of my notes too, is that her, her wig is just one of the, it, it's one of the worst you've ever seen. It's like, yeah. go to Spencer's gifts at Halloween and get a Marilyn Monroe wig. Yeah. And don't really comb it out well. And she plays with it a lot too. So it's like also bad in that way. Yeah. Like, so it's not like, oh, it's okay. We can kind of ignore with it, ignore it. Like she tries to, it like, it doesn't move. Like it's like they spray, like they spray, uh, <laughs> hairsprayed yeah. it as well so which also has the problem because hair moves usually unless it it's just it like right off the bat because that's like one of the first things you see in the film you're like yeah. oh oh my it's gonna be like that isn't it yeah <laughs> oh I, I will say um there's there's just i mean there's there's just a lot of really <laughs> bad packed into Okay, so this this movie starts, and it's actually – it starts out, and you're like, oh, this is so bad, it's good for the first, like, yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody just, like, hits the reset button on the video game console. Yeah. And, like, like it starts out, and there's essentially the first appearance of the zombie T-Rex. And yeah. I think the reasoning behind that is literally just that – they knew that the structure of this story, it didn't come in until more than halfway, almost two thirds of the way through the movie. Yeah. So they needed to have the zombie T-Rex in the first act. And yeah. so they created this kind of weird little kind of plot cul-de-sac. Well, okay, okay. So it's actually what it is, is that they're imitating the plot structure of the first of Jurassic Park. Um, so there's the scene in the opening of Jurassic Park, which by the way, once you like, once you make that connection, you actually realize that this is something that they're trying to do, that yeah. there's a bunch of scenes in this movie that try to imitate the famous scenes from Jurassic Park, but do it so terribly that you're like, did they just 
do that by accident? Like it's, you know, it's just like, it's not even like, oh, it's like, oh, winking and nod sort of thing. No, but the structure of Jurassic Park is so that that opening scene with um, the Velociraptor in yeah. the cage, which by the way, even the cage is, is clearly like, that's something that they're trying oh, to yeah, imitate. And so like, that's the opening scene. And then you have 15 minutes or 20 minutes of buildup. I, I forget how long it is in, in the original Jurassic Park, um, where you're just meeting the characters and that sort of thing. Except for some reason, they decide to do this by a random ass road trip that two couples are going on that seemingly all hate each other. And then a, Un, unintroduced group of, uh, mercenaries? I don't know what. Like one guy's SWAT, one guy's just a hick from, um, the, the South who doesn't seem to have any actual skills other than being a hick. Um, and they try and to lampshade of- that by literally having Duke at one point say, like, how did you get through HR? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like- he's just. He's like stereotypically racist, waves a gun at the crowd, at, at the other kids as they drive yeah. by, like, and so he's just like an obnoxious, like, d- red hat, MAGA wearing, you know, prick, yeah. which, which even I could give them like a little bit of a nod if they would do, they would have done something like, you know, well, this wouldn't happen if Trump won or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at least there's some, no, it's just he's a random prick, basically. With racist tendencies, I, I, I think. Like, I think there's at least one or two, like, things, but sexist yeah, at the, least. They, they definitely, and then they, they, like, go out of their way towards the end of the movie to have the thing where, like, okay, so we're just gonna go spoilers on for this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no, there's no, uh, Ooh. No, but you have to, you have to introduce the idea of spoilers by the fact that they actually fucking lie in the title cards. Um, cause there's this weird, the fade in, the fade out. I wish I had taken, I should have taken notes on that. Yeah. Cause they go and four people go in, two people survive and one person tells the story right. and you go, wait, what? No, this isn't told. This is not a first person t- story. Like well, they, that's when there's like the mid credit scene Yeah, where the, uh, the one, the black mercenary, yeah. uh, who I, I didn't catch most of their names during the movie itself. I should have written them down when they had the, the like weird, they, they had an introduction screen after the movie. Yeah. It's almost like, Hey, nobody, we didn't do a good enough job of of establishing who these characters were. Nobody's going to understand which actors are who in the credits. Let's have a random like screen where we pop everybody's names up next to their picture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, that guy, uh, like, goes on the talk show at the end and establishes that the movie we've just watched is based on a book he wrote. Although it's not based on a book he wrote because... Oh, wait, there's a post I didn't actually see the post credit scene. Yeah, there's I, a... gave, I gave it a little bit of time, and then I'm like, okay, then I guess there isn't one. <laughs> yeah, there's... Oh, it's, it's like a wow. mid credit scene. It's like a minute in, and he yeah. goes on like, a oh, talk wow. show. Yeah. And he basically, he accuses Jurassic Park of ripping him off. And he, uh, says that he, he apparently wrote a book called Z-Rex that talks about how he single-handedly defeated the dinosaur. Yeah. And when the woman, when the, the, the host challenges him, he like goes rage zombie and attacks her on TV and it cuts to like a please stand by card. Yeah. And then it cuts back and he's gone and she's like bleeding from the neck and just continuing the news like nothing happened. <laughs> and then, oh, oh, and then her eyes glow green and the movie ends. Oh, of course, yeah. 
Because, I mean, that's some weird zombie thing yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like, yeah. I feel like we watched something recently where there was bright green. Was it was it Cartel 2045 that had bright, like a bright green chemical? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't remember I that. I feel like I've watched something recently where it was like there was something bright green and I was just like, uh, this doesn't look convincingly like it's anything, guys. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Uh, but the, uh, uh, oh, there is, there's already yes. a Z-Rex. Yeah, there's, if it, there's a sequel in the works, it seems, uh, Z-Rex Dead War, um, because it has the same, uh, has at least one of the same actresses in it. Um, so I don't know if that's flashbacks, like, or whether she, you know, I mean, I don't think anything really matters in this world. No, probably not. Um, yeah, anyway. So yeah, that, that's fun. Uh, but so yeah, so, uh, he, so in the post credit scene, they established that this movie was supposed to be based on his book. But of course, the movie's not actually based on his book because the movie reveals that all of the remaining members of the party got zombified at the end. Mm-hmm. And mind you, they don't get, it's not really zombified, like as in they're, they're dead and rotting and. Yeah, and, no, they're just kind of like evil now and they yeah. have green eyes. Yeah. Occasionally, uh, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's actually a key part of why this movie doesn't work for me is yeah. that they, you know, the whole premise of this is a mashup. Yeah. And there's no real use. Like, the zombie element of the mashup is entirely superfluous. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's basically, like, there's nothing they do with the zombies in this movie that couldn't be done by establishing a rivalry in the vein of what Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead did where half of the group yeah. of survivors don't trust the other half and want to, you know, want to rumble or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The, and, and the fact that the zombies don't rot and the fact that the zombies talk really just doubles down on that. Yeah. And additionally, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bothered by the fact that it's a zombie dinosaur movie and it doesn't really explain to us why a dinosaur eating people would leave enough remains to become a zombie. Well, the, in every scenario that it happens, the, the also like, mind you, this, 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 uh, not really a T-Rex because it's about the size of like, say a velociraptor in thing, but, but I mean, and mind you what, it is, is, uh, because you'll never see its feet usually in most of the shots. It's that, like, if you went to one of those dinosaurs alive yeah. exhibit things where they have, like, a person in a suit that moves around. So, I mean, it looks realistic enough, but I mean, like, we have yeah. a, we have a, the kind of, the real, not the tease introduction, but the real introduction of, of the dinosaur, um, is first off, it just looks like a fucking dinosaur. Like it's not rotting. It's not whatever. It's right. not like in the poster, which is disappointing. Um, but, um, but also it's not only because it's like half, like, I don't know what a 
fourth, the third, the size or what, whatever of an actual T-Rex or of a whatever. Um, it, it, the introduce, the, the introduction of the character, uh, or of the, of the dinosaur is with the dinosaur getting beat up by just a dude, like yeah. with his, who goes, Oh no, 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 I got this. And then walks out and punches the dinosaur like three or four times. And the dinosaur is knocked out and they like yeah. walk on as opposed to like kill it or do anything else. Um, which is its own, you know, yeah. fuckery, but, <laughs> but, but relatively, you know, not surprising. And, and again, like, I don't know what it is about the tone of this movie. Yeah. Like a scene like that should have been hilarious. Yeah. Like the sheer absurdity of like this Duke Nukem motherfucker. <laughs> Just yeah. punching out a dinosaur because why not? That's what he would do. Yeah. Should have been really entertaining. Yeah. Instead, you're just watching the whole thing going, is is this what we're doing in this movie? Is this really, really happening? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, and, and I think it comes from the fact that no one is established. No one at all. Like, you don't have, like, basically you start with the fact that these dudes are just driving to this installation in the middle of fucking nowhere the fact that the um that the the kids are driving to a place somewhere nearby which also doesn't really read as like they're going camping yeah and they go for a hike and they have like backpacks on and that's it like and no you know even just i mean there's just certain things you're like okay so you at least got to do this level of like kind of like this level of believability in these sort of things. That's not a yeah. budgetary thing. Just, you know, you go to an REI and then return it afterwards or something. It's just, it's like, it's the most bothersome half-ass kind of directing and, and producing that you see in, in so many fucking films yeah. nowadays. I mean, I mean, not even nowadays. I mean, like this happened before, you know, this is, this is an age old thing, but yeah. like, I just feel like, like those are the things that we never even spent five minutes or a minute of going, well, here's why these four completely different ones, a member of SWAT, one's a, a, like a Arnold Schwarzenegger stand in who's a wrestler. Yeah. Like he's, he's supposedly a famous wrestler. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or at least a known wrestler. I, yeah. that's basically by the, uh, the advertisement of the, you know, who he is, but, um, and then a, um, Hispanic, cop um and then we have the like the redneck dude and yeah. none of them have any special powers none of them not as not as in like superpowers but as in right, like right. none of them are like super smart they yeah nobody's have, they Jason Bourne and... yeah yeah none of they're just literally kind of also really terrible shots and really terrible you know, so it's just like and and you'd, so you don't know why all of these people are together and why who directed them to go to this place yeah and why is it that it's just four dudes in a Humvee and not like if someone is, you know, doing what they're doing, like uh, there's not part of a gov secret government yeah, operation. Yeah. You know, I'm, it's just like, so many, like, <laughs> I'm not clear. I'm like, I'm not clear whether they were actually on the way to the installation or whether they <laughs> also got waylaid by the EMP and just did exactly the same thing the kids did and hiked there. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I completely agree with you on that feeling where it's just like, I feel like they were on their way to, to something in particular, mm -hmm. but we don't have an establishment of what that is, which also yeah. probably would have, you know, added some yeah. plot. <laughs> let, let me reverse course just yes. a little bit because I do want to touch on the thing that I started to talk about. Oh, we got <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but okay. So 
we meet the dinosaur briefly. Mm-hmm. We see it essentially attack some people, and then the screen goes to black. And then it cuts to... The, okay, so the the guy who is the, the mad scientist who created the dinosaurs... Yes. ...is, like, being held captive by some criminal who forces him to revive a a dinosaur. And it's not really clear how the dinosaur had died... Or, or no, excuse me. It's not clear how they have an intact dinosaur that's dead. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they just. It's like no, you can bring stuff back from the dead. So, you know, inject this dinosaur corpse, and you're like, wait, where did the dinosaur corpse come from? Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, it's implied that it's part of his earlier work and whatever. Yeah. But so, he, against his better judgment, revives the dinosaur, and then just monologues about how evil reviving it was. And then runs away as the dinosaur kills everybody. Yeah. And then hard cut to him lecturing at like a community college in a classroom with eight extras. Yeah. And it was it 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 was it seemed like it was supposed to be an homage to the the scene from Raiders where yeah. yeah. Because, uh, like, the girls all have crushes on him in spite of the fact that he's a weird-looking dude who wears a really ugly bow tie. Yeah, and uh, which is – it's amusing too because he's he's not that weird of a dude. Like, you can actually look at his – it's not like they, they specifically cast him. They made him look weirder in the film, like, by not only giving him a fucking, like, idiotic, again, Spencer's quality lab suit yeah. or lab – you know, lab coat or whatever. And so it's just like this – this guy actually looks normal, um, yeah. but they decided to make him look like a complete dork um, and not in any sort of pejorative way, just yeah. like like your stereotypical nerd um, yeah. kind of to some level who supposedly, I guess, they're establishing that that's why he's going to be mocked. Or I don't really yeah, know. I don't but know. yeah, sorry, continue. But, yes. So he, he's, he's in the classroom and one of his students brings up that apparently he was fired by the government for trying to bring things back from the dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, They challenge him on this, and rather than responding one way or another, Mm -hmm. he basically tells the kid, look, if you're not going to be nice to me, then get the fuck out of my class. And then without missing a beat, he then turns around and is like, by the way, I brought a dead cat we're going to bring back to life. Yeah. (laughs) And And of course it can't be just like, like a cat that looks unconscious. It's like some fucking tortured yeah. half bird like roadkill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which also like, which is also one of those like weird choices that you just go. You could have just had. It could have been a moment where it's like, oh, this cat, and then it's alive, and then yeah, you can have it. Then also, you can have a scene where an actual living cat that you have runs away you know and it could have been a scene that like oh the students could react to but no no yeah. no 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 we don't have that <laughs> yeah but so and then he gets you get and then you get a a scene between him and his supervisor where she essentially lectures him and then fires him or threatens to fire him mm-hmm. and i swear to god the acting in that scene which is oh. essentially a precursor to most of the movie but yeah. the acting in that scene is it's like the level of acting of the fake soap opera in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) so absurdly over the top. And I I think part of it is that you get a bunch of like actors who are not super comfortable working on a green screen. 
Because there's basically, as far as I could tell, there's basically no sets for this movie. Almost everything is done entirely yeah. on green screens, which I, I do understand, like, budgetarily. And it does make sense if you can do it well. Yeah. They can't do okay. it well. Yeah. And, but so, like, they're ostensibly in a hallway on a university, but they're standing against a green screen and they're reacting to nothing and they're interacting with nothing. And I think that that leads to some of these relatively inexperienced actors overacting. Yeah. I mean, also the dialogue is, I mean, for some reason they seem to, as opposed to writing smart, they wrote hard. Like yeah. they tried to make it as like just to see me like, look at, we can't have you doing this bullshit on, on our college campus. You need to leave now. It's how dare you do this sort of an outrageous thing. We yeah. hired you in a, da, 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 da. and it was yeah. just like, there's, I, 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 again, you know, it's like, it's bad reviewing to try to, <laughs> but it's, it's one of those very few films that I can, that you can look at and go almost anyone could have done a better job in a lot of ways. I don't yeah. blame the actors for reading a, a, an atrocious script and appearing and, and you know, yeah. it's like it's hard because they're not, you couldn't do much with this. No, um, so even if these guys who all of them look like they have, you know, a lot of they, maybe a handful of other roles in these type of films and then everything else is like, like it looks like college shorts and, yeah. and you know, and kind of student stuff, um, which are all um, almost all the actors, well not all the actors but a bunch of the main actors are younger so mm -hmm. it's you know not surprising but it's but it's it's sad because it's like there there's again there's such a great premise here yeah and the fact again that you know and i don't think we've said this yet actually but there's one fucking dinosaur yeah um yeah, one, one dinosaur. individual um, dinosaur so here's here's the other thing too uh continuing my my thread here because this is ultimately the point I was trying to get to is so now we've seen the zombie T-Rex entirely absent context. And we don't know what, where in the timeline that falls or what it's doing. Mm -hmm. We've seen the mad scientist guy in two different settings with two entirely different attitudes and no real context for how the two are connected. Yeah. We see him get fired and move on the road to being an even matter scientist. Yeah. And now, Wait, to, uh, don't, huh? don't 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 forget, he gets hit by a bus, doesn't he? Oh yeah, and he gets hit by a bus, <laughs> which he... somehow. And then all you see is, which I, I find very interesting, because there is little moments in this film where they they seem to be trying to build a world. Yeah. Um, and obviously, since there's a already a second film, not and obviously because there's so. We have like the whatever like weird organization that is at the start of the film that yeah. has a dinosaur, <laughs> you know, which is again, it's really unfortunate because I feel like you could have really easily written some sly dialogue where we got a dinosaur from, from an island in the, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. you know, a way that you could have been like, Oh, Oh, so this is in the, this is in the Jurassic Park yeah. world with a nod and not get sued because it's to some level. It's yeah, clearly it's fucking parody. It's clearly parody. Um, because they're not even trying anything else. Um, but no, but then you see, uh, a guy, uh, like a hand come down with a mask, um, uh, and go over the guy who just got hit, hit mm -hmm. by a, a bus, um, very comically, which is, it also, it's, it's even more comic because I just happened to watch Mean Girls. Um, <laughs> and if you remember, like Regina yeah. gets hit by the bus and I'm like, how did they do it so much better? <laughs> like, I know that. Mean Girls probably had a budget 
30 times the size of this, but like, it's still like, it was just kind of funny because they did it really, they hit him by the bus really poorly in a, in a very comical way. It was um, like it, Nico yeah. Black level of. <laughs> I would say that because that at least like was kind of hilarious. Yeah. Um, even though obviously it wasn't supposed to be, but it was no. just like, it was, it, it was though. It was the funniest yeah. part of that movie. <laughs> Which wasn't supposed to be funny though. So it, it was definitely the funniest part of the movie. But, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just remembering it. <laughs> Him flip over like two times yeah. in the sky <laughs> in the suit and tux and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but then it just, and then, so you see the, the hand come got down with the gas mask or the, you know, the, uh, for whatever the stuff that they're pumping in, I assume it's whatever zombie. The Anakin zombie Skywalker thing. mask. Yeah. And then, and then cut to, they, this is when they cut to the cars, right? I think. Um, no, this is, oh, this no. is when they cut By to. By the way, I just saw this film last night. Yeah. Like, so just give you an idea. Of, this like, is when, after all of that insanity, 12 minutes in, mm-hmm. we get title cards that explain What's going on? Oh, okay. I mean, and, and put big quotes around the explain what's yeah, going on yeah, because yeah. they actually kind of mislead you. But yeah, yeah. They, they do. But, yeah. but it's, we get title cards that are supposed to be setting up the world 12 minutes into a 70 minute movie. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm just like, I don't think I've ever seen, I don't think there's ever been a truly good movie that has an expository crawl 10 minutes in. 10 minutes in, you you shouldn't need an expository crawl because if you do need one, if you need to set up the world at that point, then what you're admitting is that the first 10 minutes of this movie, everybody watching didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not like, cause I mean, you, I mean, obviously you can compare that idea to, you know, uh, the film we just did recently, Jack Reacher, which had the eight minutes of, you know, things quiet and things going on that, you know, you didn't necessarily know what was going on because there's just right. a bunch of characters doing things. But, but again, um, everything that happened in the beginning, I mean, kind of actually wasn't necessary mm-hmm. um, because you could have just very easily had this evil guy in a lab, laboratory yeah. or something that's in the middle of a desert with a dinosaur because they don't explain who the, why the, where the origins of this, this dinosaur, which doesn't exist in life right in, in in 2018 which i assume this movie is set in um so you kind of need like a little bit of an explainer on that but then they also don't really explain in any way shape and form um what exactly is this zombie thing that he's doing and why he's doing it and why he's interested you know it's not like he had oh he had a dead wife and he tried to revive her you know right. it's like one of those things um but so there's nothing of really of any use at the beginning of the film. And, you know, I mean, the yeah. fact that the guy's like going to work at a clearly a community, you know, I mean, it's like clearly a community college, mm-hmm. you know, situation. I mean, I, there's, it, it's weird because it's like they had to have made those choices because if you already have a, if you have a classroom, mm-hmm. um, you can get a larger classroom usually, you know, I mean, like, yeah. so they made the choice that because that was a classroom, it wasn't like an empty room that they, that they filled with chairs and, and student and a handful of students. Um, like they, I don't know. I mean, like I, I know for a fact that I could get, you know, an auditorium where yeah. at least it looked like, you know, something other than, you know, and I, I would jokingly say, oh, you know, on a dog community college, but they actually, <laughs> actually have much nicer classrooms than what we see here. Um, but, 
but it's just it's just very very weird because like they they decide to make so many choices they they make cho- so many choices in this film that tell you something other than what probably is actually what I have to assume was the actual kind of meaning that they that they were going for you know i mean like i can't imagine that they just decided to be like oh no no we're not going to tell you where this fucking dinosaur came from um at all in any way shape and form um and not even like go oh there's an evil you know i mean this isn't like if you started watching um i was going to make the resident evil mm-hmm. reference like cuz there's this overall you know overarching evil corporation behind everything yeah. and you don't know who's on what but no, they actually have an explainer in, uh, they actually by the, the seventh or eighth one or whatever it was, um, they actually had like a tight explainer kind of in, in two, three minutes, the over the opening <laughs> credits of what the, what you should know from the previous films. Because again, they, they also changed up their worlds like six or seven times within those films. And so you didn't know necessarily, well, this is the, this is the fourth or fifth film. What is, what actually is the world now? Yeah. Uh, who actually yeah. is running it? Um, but, Oh my God, Bear is running it. How can that be? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's just like, it's unfortunate because there's like, if you're, and then if you're going to jump in 12 minutes in and have like a massive title card, like a weird, also really weird, like not even iMovie. Like oh yeah. Maybe, yeah. Like iMovie from like, I don't know, um, you know, like 2000 and, <laughs> and like, six i don't try to remember when iMovie came around but like it's an early early version like yeah. this, this was edited on premiere like i don't understand why they made certain choices that they did i mean it had to have been edited on premiere or final cut you know i don't see yeah. why you <laughs> you literally can it wasn't edited over more than a month so i know i can tell you that they could have gotten an adobe uh trial membership for yeah. 30 days for free and done it um and you don't need to actually know how to use you can actually like download free title card things. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, yeah. I don't, un- that's, that's one of the things that kind of bothers me. I think about some of these, some of these lower budget films where I go, I get that everything is a time issue, but when clearly like, like this film and then um I think it was, I think it was games, uh, Jurassic games. Uh, oh, no, it was Jurassic that like the director and writer and like he had some role in the film or like he was oh, that's director, cartel writer. 2045 cartel he, was 20, the, yeah. he was cause he was like an animator who then, oh yeah. yeah. So I mean like, so I mean like films like that where you're just like, okay, so clearly, you know, may, I don't, I don't know, like he, he's doing everything. So it's like, it's just yeah. a, a, what another week to add like better title cards to make things look a little more professional. Yeah. That doesn't cost you any money. Like it literally just costs you a little bit of time. And so yeah. that's, I, I, it's just one of those disappointing things that like with low budget cinema that's happening now where they're clearly just not giving a shit like at the, at a certain point. Um, (laughs) so I don't know. Uh, speaking of not giving a shit, uh, (laughs) so, you know, we get, we get them, this character who gets hit by the bus early on. And then within like five minutes, we get to see the, we see two arguments happening on the road, one in the mercenary's car and one happening in the couple's car. Yeah. And in both cases, the – again, they're shooting against a green screen. They're in a non-moving vehicle. Yeah. And these actors don't know how to play that. And so you get people who are like up on one leg, completely out of their seat, 
they had a, with their head turned at a 90 degree angle to the road so they can yell at the person next to them. Oh yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. nobody's looking at the road and I'm like, maybe that's why that guy got hit. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not a conspiracy. It's not that anybody was trying to kill. It's literally just that nobody in this movie looks at the fucking road. <laughs> Yeah, and and again, that's just like it's again, it's like lazy, it's fucking lazy direction. Um, because it's not like if you yeah. gotta have something like that, there's a simple line that the person in the back seat or the or in the passenger seat goes, "Don't look at the road." Yeah, exactly. And then you know, and then you have like a swerve for a moment, or so, or not even that, you know. And so again, this is it's one of those like. I don't know if yeah. maybe I've been watching too many of these, like, <laughs> because literally I forget what Bill, I have to actually look up the title of the thing that I looked at. I watched it on Netflix right afterwards. Um, <laughs> and it was also like on, on, not on this level bad. It clearly had, I think it was a Netflix film. So it had a Netflix budget. Um, but, uh, it was a really bad alien film. Um, yeah, anyway, but. <laughs> Uh, it's just like basic filmmaking things seem to yeah. go out the window with these, which, which shouldn't, you know, which, yeah. which really shouldn't. I mean, maybe that's just the fact that you don't have, you know, the direct, you know, the director's assistant being mm-hmm. like, you know, because obviously the director in all these films are probably doing, you know, everything from, yeah. you know, grabbing coffee <laughs> yeah. for their, their, grabbing their own coffee and doing whatever, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, uh, it's also, it's one of those things where, there's so much like shorthand in this movie that doesn't work as shorthand. Yeah. It's like they code geek as pretty girl with an R2D2 backpack. Yeah. And they have the thing where the, the redneck guy has a tantrum and he literally like throws his hat on the ground and stomps on it a bunch of times and then like goes off ranting and raving, jumping up and down like a child and then comes back and jumps on the hat some more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this all feels like a Douglas Adams sketch. It doesn't <laughs> belong in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, and if they had had, I mean, because he actually weirdly is probably the most rounded character in the film. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he doesn't actually have that. He doesn't even have that much crazy screen time. But at least he he has a stereotype that he's playing, right. and he's pretty consistent with it. Um, all the other guys, like you have the guy that's like clearly like the. Wesley Snipes, yeah. you know, generic black guy. Um, and then, but he doesn't really play to, there's no like huge playing to type there. Yeah. And then you have the, I, I don't know if he's Arnold Schwarzenegger or whether he's a, oh, he's Duke Nukem. He's, no, I was saying he's Duke Nukem, Dolph Lundrum, like was what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger actually can act. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> kind of, uh, but, but, you know, and then you have all these, you have almost every character doesn't, actually have any depth whatsoever in any way shape and form not that i mean not that they're really given that much time because there's you know there's nine characters in this film for 70 um, minutes yeah 70 minutes and and they're split up i mean it's just like it's weird because they don't they don't actually spend time like developing oh there's there's a relationship there or there's not like the 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 couples don't seem to actually like each other that much or know each other that much for that matter um (laughs) which is also interesting um but well and there's there's actually there was a point in this movie where for like 15 minutes duke suddenly became our point of view character yeah like it was just it went from the kids being the obvious point of view character and the mercenaries being a secondary antagonist to the dinosaur. Yeah. To 
almost immediately after the dinosaur's presence is made known to the rest of the characters, they all are like a unit, but they they immediately break back up at, in like a new configuration, and we don't see the kids for like a solid like eight minutes. Yeah, and so all of a sudden it's like, wait, is this Duke's movie? When yeah. did that happen? And then like you spend eight minutes with him, and then he turns into a zombie, and you're just like, oh, what? Who's making these choices? Yeah, yeah, because it'd be like the one thing the film did need was a solid head. Either you need to have the villain be, you know, uh, Doctor Wojcik Borg, Borg, yeah. Borg, Borg, um, um play the the you know thing but he kind of is just an occasional computer screen thing um that you see and then you have <laughs> i mean then you have kind of every other character you have you know 5 minutes of screen time and then they either get killed or you don't see them again for another 20 minutes or yeah. you know more than just them walking through a scene or something like that and it's yeah. and so again it's like I don't know what really they're going for here yeah um I think they're going for a lot of just throwing everything at the wall. It's yeah. the same reason that after 12 minutes and doing, and then doing the title cards, they waited less than 10 more minutes. And at the <laughs> 20 minute mark, they had like 80s TV series opening credits where it was like, you're getting the right stuff shot of the mercenaries yeah. walking at the camera in slow motion. Yeah. But it's not just the right stuff shot. It's the right stuff shot with like the colors and the focus and the green and the it like just it's just like somebody's hitting buttons in premiere yeah and yeah. it's like let's let's make you know it, it let's let's emulate the uh the horrible neon blinking whatever of the titles on suicide squad yeah but not actually do it as well which is by the way is interesting um Ben Johnson who plays the football uh, mm -hmm. the jock um, is also, he does the voice for Superman in like eight films, uh, Weird. Justice League Trinity Force, uh, Justice League 2 Shattered pa Paragon, Justice League Onslaught, uh, Justice League Dawn of, uh, Apocalypse. Oh man. Um, so yeah. I, th I think these are like little mini radio things that were sold with the old Total Justice toys. Yeah. So, I mean, which is interesting. No, I'm just, because I'm always, I'm always fascinated by with these films, they have their own, like the actors go from film to film. And obviously yeah. most of these actors were in, um, the, what is the other? Sue, Sue Zombie or? Yeah, Sue, Sue, yeah, Sue Zombie or whatever it is. Uh, Sue Zombie? Uh, anyway, um, but where most of them were in that and also, um, you know, uh, where it are going to be in the next film, which is also interesting. Um, a lot of them have already been cast in, in the, the new, the, the, the K or was Z-Rex uh, film. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we know that they quote unquote survived or yeah. at least possibly have flashbacks again. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's so weird. And again, like, I, I guess you can write it off as the size of the dinosaur being the reason that people survive the dinosaur attack intact <laughs> enough to be zombies. But yeah. like that element of it is weird where it's like, we're zombies and then we're getting shot into pieces and then blah, blah, blah. But no, it's totally cool. We'll be back later. Yeah. Um, can I just say, by the way, Gunner, the, yeah. the like quarterback guy? Yeah. Yeah. Ben Johnson. Yeah. 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 He carries himself 
he sounds and he acts like the guy who played Rick Darris in Clerks. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> for a whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, also, also, uh, I, I'm literally just going down my, my notes in chronological order, a lot, chronological order here. Um, almost immediately after, like, okay, so their car gets hit with an EMP. Their phones are dead. Their video game thing is dead. The car is dead. They hike like 20 miles to the nearest structure, which yeah. this guy had seen on the GPS for some reason before his phone died. Yeah, uh, or something, yeah. But, uh, so they're, they, they hike out to the structure, they get through the electric fence because it's not electrified. And as soon as they're like on the other side of the, of the, the, the fence, Gunner is like, the, the one kid had joked around about getting electrified by the fence and Gunner's yeah. like, this could be the apocalypse. And I'm like, in, in, in what? Way did we get a this could be the apocalypse vibe out of <laughs> our car and phones died? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> we're we're going straight there. That seems very weird, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also by the way, that's again another another Jurassic Park nod is the electric fence thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> and again, I mean, like it also is irritating because it's just they don't own a single. One of them, yeah. <laughs> like you kind of, if you're gonna do a nod to a uh, a much better film um, and an iconic thing, usually I just want to go. It's like you gotta own it a little bit. You like you gotta be able to, you know, have deserved that. Um, and this, they very much do not. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, also, I don't know if you noticed this, and and I assume that the implication is that this is like the dinosaur howling, growling, whatever in the distance. Mm-hmm. But for like three minutes in this movie. In the span of three minutes, they have the exact same line read. In fact, I think the second time it's just ADR'd in while she's climbing the fence. Yeah. Of Roxanne going, Oh my God, is that a vulture? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't even understand what that was going. She said it earlier. Um, in the, it, I think going down the hill or something as well. Yeah. Um, when, so, well, when she fell and accidentally shot the gun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's like, Oh, I thought I got like a vulture. Like what? <laughs> I don't understand so much. I don't understand. Uh, see, I, I love the fact that the Z-Bag football guy scoffs at Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Because it, like, for some reason, uh, I, I, I don't know who wrote this movie or how old they are, but I'm sorry, like, football bros have zero problems with, with video games. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Metal Gear Solid is still something that resonates with the kids. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that was a weird line of him, uh, like him scoffing at that because I'm like, no, that's literally the franchise for you, Meathead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also, it's not, it, it's, it, uh, yeah, he is playing like a, a jock from Revenge of the Nerds. Um, yeah. and, but not a jock modern day, which at least like there's a lot of things that have blended from nerd yeah. and jock culture. He, like again, playing, like, Joe Manganiello's character from the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it's and again, it's weird. Like a lot of and a lot of the geek stereotypes and a lot of things. Like it, this, this definitely feels like it's a script that's been sit sitting on a a, a desk somewhere. Um, yeah. You know, it's, or they just you know pulled it out of a garbage bin from like the late '90s and we're like, oh, yeah. 
oh, cool. We probably can do this super cheap now. Um, right. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and for some reason they did. Um, I'm not quite sure. And yeah. so 30 minutes before the end of Jurassic Dead, we finally have our main characters interacting with the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And the note that I had here is remember in Jurassic games, we did talk about how we would have liked to have seen a moment where they had kind of a tongue in cheek reverence to the Jurassic park tropes. And we do get that in the sense that when he's introduced to the audience or to the cast, yeah. he's in the, the giant metal box. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they actually, I don't think they, they land, they suck that landing. Yeah. No, but it is one of those things where, okay, well it's, it's a thing that we did say might've enriched the other movie that this one does like seven times. Yeah. So it's worth mentioning. It doesn't enrich this movie, but yeah. Uh, I also don't think any geek in the world uses Zuckerberg instead of Einstein. If they're sarcastically referring to genius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, again, it does. It's like, it feels like they made it like a couple updates or something to 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 actually have a relevant. I mean, like, oh, this was made in 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 2018. We need to yeah. update this now. And uh, but I, I also the there's no there's no real like hacking scene. There's no like proper yeah. like geek scene. You're like, oh, I can break into this panel, and it's just like you don't yeah, establish yeah, exactly. As it's not even as well established as uh, what's his name's character in uh, Die Hard four um you know who is just not really that he doesn't come off as like a huge hacker or anything like that yeah. but he has that like flip cell phone is somehow is he's able to break into everything yeah. and you're like going wait no like there's an emp paul so like like having geeks are kind of useless to an extent yeah, like you exactly. just kind of took away technology um and so now like their their kind of special powers are made moot yeah and now you just have you know a bunch of guys who are like, again, and aren't really massively knowledgeable. Like they're not, this is not what they do with their lives. Like they're not, you know, you know, there's, and also, or, or maybe, or uh, maybe, maybe they are, uh, because we don't know, we don't know what they do for livings. We don't know what college, yeah. college major they have. I don't think, um, other than he's a that, yeah, well, and we know that the younger sister is presumably not in college because she got her GED. <laughs> which is like I don't know jokingly proud of or what yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I didn't never really got that like that that whole conversation <laughs> um uh, right around now is when my notes simply say and and I'm referring to the the African American JSOC guy but yeah uh right around now is when my my notes literally just say my favorite character in the movie is the is the guy who just grabs another main one of the main characters and yells shut up in his ear <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh what what's the, I I said like I I said this before I said this maybe like 5 10 minutes ago but like I I'm actually surprised because I'm like I remember so little of this film yeah. from tw- less than 24 hours ago. I saw it at like 10 o'clock. I saw it at, uh, okay, it's been 24 hours because I think I watched it around now. But So they like, give they give the, the redneck guy, he's like an InfoWars reader. He's yeah. like a, a flat earther. He doesn't believe that we yeah. went to the moon and, and whatever else. And he has this monologue about how uh, – zombie dinosaurs are going to be used to make America destroy itself. Yeah. And I'm just like, do you, do you 
think we need zombie dinosaurs for that <laughs> because clearly this this film was written before Trump. I, yeah, and it, and it, and I think that's like it's actually kind of unfortunate that it was because I think that like again since we as we kind of you know shuffle towards the apocalypse yeah, yeah. as we have like the last two years, I feel like apocalypse again. It, you know, I mean, this is something that kind of happens in any like depressing time period. Apocalypse films and end of the world films do really well because people kind of are vaguely in that mindset yeah. of you know of terribleness and. And it's unfortunate that because if you're going to have a lot of these characters, I think it actually would have played really well into that. Um, And I guess I get that making fun of the president, making fun of Trump isn't, you know, always the best for these type of films to do financially, maybe. I don't know. Um, But I also feel like there's at least something in there to, again, again, it just comes down to... That's a, that's a line of development that could have happened in the film. Yeah. Not, not talking about President Trump, but just talking right. about like, he's this conspiracy theorist or whatever. And, you know, he's in the middle of a fucking conspiracy. And so yeah. like, that's, that's a moment. Like, that's a moment that you can jump on and kind of build at least a couple scenes from. Um, because you have a guy who believes in, you know, unbelievable conspiracy theories and probably, you know, not the moon landing and everything in the middle of a massive government probably government i don't know a conspiracy and and like that's something to fucking build on but again they just go we're gonna plow forward with useless dialogue and 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 also kind of useless movement within this building like once they once they get into that building it's just complete another fucking confusion to me not only because i was drunk when i was watching it which I guess I don't know whether it slash helped or because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could have survived. I would have been like, no, this is one of those. Yeah. It's only 70 minutes, but I have to watch it yeah. in two parts. Um, those we've reviewed those before. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't, I don't really understand once you got in there, there's no, like there's, I think one line where they say something about it's a maze or it's confusing or something, but yeah, you don't, it's just like going from a room to room and then the characters are together. They don't, it's not really any, you know, you have like moments in say like, you know, Star Wars or something yeah. where there's like doors that they don't control open and close and get shut. And then you have, you have characters and groups that get separated, but like yeah. there's not any of those moments. Like all I remember is just characters being together and then characters not being together. And there's yeah. no like, well, you stay here. Yeah. There's I'm no transition. Yeah, yeah. And and it's like scene to scene and it's like, I feel like they shot a bunch of stuff and, and then just decided to try to chop it together. Maybe yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we need a Snyder cut on this one too, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, I, I will say talking about superhero movies, the, there's a shot when they're finally kind of all working together to try and escape the zombie dinosaur and a couple of other of their friends who have become zombies. There's a shot where, all of the gun-toting characters are, like, blasting away at this door. Yeah. And when the door finally breaks down, it's it's something. It's, like, the worst CG I have seen this side of the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, it just disintegrates, and it looks like something out of, like, a Mario-level video game. It, yeah, it looked like something out of Doom. Like, 
or not uh, either Doom or like Cat Return or, or like Wolfenstein, but not any of the more incarnations. Right. Like literally, I, I actually like that. That was bad enough that I actually that's something I actually remember. Now yeah. that you mention it, like I almost made a note. It was um, like it was like ice cubes, just yeah, some, like yeah. yeah. Uh, and and it's always it's always weird again with those like that's that's something you do with like a smoke machine. I'm you know. Uh, it's hard not to at this level filmmaking, like when, when there's like a bad quote unquote bad effect or something like that in, in Batman versus Superman or, or a Marvel film or something like that. I kind of, I don't tend to criticize in the way that I criticize like something like this, where I go, that was just them not wanting to spend the money. Like not that, but in this, they made the conscious choice to have a wide shot with the door falling apart and then watched that in a screening room and said, yeah. yeah, no, that's needed. I would have rather had the, the, them shoot at the scene and then cut walk to, through, yeah, cut walk through, through some rubble or something like that, that you can just pull from a, you know, a lumber yard or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever it has to be. And you go, but no, they made the decision to do a wide shot and they all thought that that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> Which is, again, you know, and that's, and that's something that I think that that's the difference between, I think I, I, the difference between, say, a super low budget film like this, which obviously I know that there's millions of dollars in between, say, right, a yeah. film like this and say a super low budget film from, um, uh, oh my God, uh, the Bloom, uh, was it Bloom House or what, what's yeah, the, Bloom yeah, yeah, um, from that, from that company and because they, they look at what they can do and, yeah. They do that, like these. At least, I mean, like I get, I, I I enjoy when they go. We're gonna push the boundaries or whatever. But one of the reasons why, um, you know, one of the reasons why George Romero's uh, zombie films do so fucking well, like thirty years on, you can turn those on and go, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, is because he knows he looked at his film, looked at his budget, and said, these are the things that I can do, mm-hmm. and I can't do anything else. Yeah. And for some unknown reason, this film, these films make these decisions to go, look at guys, we got 50 bucks in budget left, but what we're going to do though, (laughs) you know, and it's, and it's always, it just always surprises me because I mean, like you have really inventive filmmakers that are able to get away and able to do using, you know, camera angles and things like that. But then you have to go like, do these directors that do these films not I guess they have to not know their limitations. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think to always, to me, always the difference between any, between a, a great, a great director and a not so great director is yeah. knowing their limitations of what they can do. Or, you know, I mean, you know, and you know, and you have, you have films where it's like, okay, so, um, you know, Ron Howard, okay, Ron Howard's a bad, bad example. <laughs> um, but no, but you have a, a, a filmmaker who, um, can't like do safe. action well. No, but yeah. it's like, can't do action well. Yeah. But he does every he does everything else really well. You go you pull, make sure you pull in a really good editor and you pull in a, a good cinematographer that knows how to do those things and those use those guys as your crutch through right. that. And sometimes you can make really those, those people can make really new and inventive action films. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, fucking hell! I mean, look at you know James what James Gunn has been able to do, um, considering he went from what was his film before Guardians. I mean, like he's he one of those, super. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of those weird. Like, but his entire, like, back legacy, I mean, oh, like, yeah. what, four films, like, like, literally still, he's directed, what, two, 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 Gu- the two Guardians, 
And uh, so like four or five films ago, he was working with Troma. Oh, yeah. You know, and so it's just like, so clearly, it, it, and it's just, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't, I can't remember seeing uh, if I've seen uh, any of his trauma films or not. I know uh, I've seen is, and Juliet, but. Yeah, but, but it's always, it, it's kind of always amazed me that, you know, it's like, I, I don't, he, if he always knew he could do better or if he was able to pull in, obviously Marvel yeah. is its own yeah. entity. So Marvel will bring in people if they yeah. know that this person can't do this sort of thing or just feels uncomfortable or whatever to make sure yeah. to, you know, look over. But it's, it's disappointing because again, you know, I mean, this is such a great, I fucking love yeah, it. I was great, so excited. I know when I wrote, when I first wrote it up, like yeah. that, that this is a thing that was going to exist. It was like, Oh, that's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say as we're getting close to the end of my notes here, yeah. uh, again, I, I'm, I, the zombie, Thing. It doesn't feel important or needed. The fact that they can talk and that they retain all their memories—they're just like evil now. Yeah, uh, completely undermines like the idea of them being zombies. Yeah. Uh, and and so there's all that. Um, but the the thing I did want to compliment is like the shitty fake blood splatter when they slice the conspiracy theory guy's throat. Yeah. I actually kind of liked the fact that they had like the the weird like graphically strong hand drawn animation kind of thing. Yeah. So because it it doesn't look like the, the kind of nebulous cloud of CG grit yeah. that similar scenes have looked at in a lot of our previous indie films. Uh, it, it looks like somebody made a conscious artistic decision, and whether or not that decision makes sense is you know, a whole other conversation. Yeah. But at at least it was like, they, they, that is a scenario where it feels like they've seen enough of these movies to be like, you know what? Blood splatter is a real problem when you have $5 for your CG budget. Yeah. So let's make a movie where we can toss in something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, but I, I will say that as much as I thought they did it pretty well with that, I then didn't like the fact that they immediately had her or they, they immediately like went back to it like three more times. It was like they, they learned, they found it so late in the movie that going back to it a couple more times felt yeah. out of place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> but yeah. And, and I mean, that's that, that, that carries through the whole movie. Like even the closing credits are just throwing everything at the wall. You have like, uh, some of them are neon. Some of them like are like, tongue in cheek with the characters names showing up instead of the actors names yeah. and then like a bunch of them turn into comic panels even though there was no comic attached to this in any way shape or form and it's just it even the closing credits are just exhausting <laughs> and and it that's easily it's like a metaphor for the whole movie it's just yeah it's just and 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 it could have been way more than it is and it could have been a little bit less than it was but not quite so obnoxious about it and either way i would have i would have enjoyed the experience and and really i just i can't think of almost anything in this movie that i'm like you know what i enjoyed that yeah and it, it's it's again it's really unfortunate because it could have just you know i it's, mean one it's of our a, it's a freebie like yeah. you don't need to make a good movie it's the premise that sells it yeah. but even the premise they don't really capitalize on because there's only one dinosaur and we meet it Two thirds of the way through the movie. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's, you know, and they didn't, you know, it's like almost everything that they ever, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, you can partially blame the advertising on the fact mm -hmm. that 
like of what what what, what our expectations were. Yeah. Um, but again, it was you know I, I was disappointed that like with uh, Jurassic uh, games that there were so mm-hmm. few actual dinosaurs in the film. Yeah. Um, um, and but this they had one. And it was tiny. And like, I mean, it was just like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they decided to do use practical. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And it, so, but that also meant that the thing was able to get punched yeah. by a, just a moderately big dude, um, who isn't, you know, I mean. Yeah. And it also means that the practical sometimes really struggled to, to work against the backdrop of like, just green screen and like iMovie quality green screen effects. Yeah. And so like if that had been CG, at least it all would have been like on the same plane. Mm-hmm. Whereas because it's, it's, they, they had a lot of shots that were 3D and that were modeling. Yeah. It's I, like, I, it, I also, it didn't look right. Yeah. I also feel like you could also fucking, um, if it was CG and it was bad CG, then at least yeah, it, yeah. I think it would have added to the like, you know, Edward level house. bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and so the fact that they're like, Oh no, we're going to do that. And, yeah. and like, I don't know. I mean, it hurt, it hurt it that I immediately recognized what the thing was and that it's that thing I've seen a ton of times, literally a comic con. Like yeah. we'll have like a T-Rex walking around, like a small T-Rex, yeah. um, walking around and, you know, and the fact that they were continually working around adding like crates in front of the feet and, yeah. and things like that. And, and it's, <laughs> and it's weird to me that they, they had, you know, they had a wrestler who didn't seem to yeah. know how to actually stage fight. Um, because at least that's something, I mean, like that's one of the reasons you hire, some guy like that is that like, yeah, oh, at exactly. least he knows how to like pratfall and, and you know, he knows how to, you know, get punched and without actually physically getting punched necessarily. And like that, they didn't use that. And it's like they yeah. had a lot of moving parts that they could have grabbed onto and used more and they just chose not to. And yeah. like that, I think I, it's not even so much as it being bad, which it was, but it was just disappointing um, yeah. because again, it's just, like, you know, the, the zombie stuff is so easy to me. It's so, e- it's such an easy sell now to do. Uh, still surprising. I'm still surprised that like people care about the zombie stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously we're both, I think a little burnt out yeah. <laughs> more, probably more burnt out than most people, but, yeah. um, but the fact that nobody had done this, yeah, I don't think, exactly. I don't think seen it. I'm just but, shockingly surprised because like it seems like such an easy get. Like, yeah, exactly. oh, two franchises that are two, you know, huge things that people like love and talk about. And you're like, oh, no, no, we're just going to do it. And we're going to do it in this kind of shit ass way where it's like, yeah, exactly. no, you do it in a forest. And so like you can have chase scenes and you can have, no, you're going to do it in this random ass fucking, I, I just, maybe the sequel will like elaborate the world and, yeah. you know, we'll look back at this being like, oh, oh it's it all setting the stage for genius. <laughs> Yeah. 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 All right. So we should probably wind down just because it's super late here and and I've been going for like 20 hours now. Um, but any, any final thoughts on it? I kind of feel like, I mean, my grade on this one is like D minus, like there's, there's little bits and pieces of it that peek through that I'm like, Oh, that was cool. That was creative. That was whatever. But really like I, I couldn't, I, I did like have the thing where I broke it up over the course of two days and it was actually, it was just, it was, it wasn't because I was miserable. It was practical because my, my power went out. Yeah. But at the same time, 
I wasn't in any hurry to kind of fight it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that if you listen to this review and you be like, ah, I still will give it a chance. I mean, it is only 70 minutes and it's only, yeah. and it is, and it's like, but again, you know, like ignore the cover art, yeah, ignore yeah. the, the plot premise of, of a zombie and just be like, Oh, it's one small T-Rex in, in a, locked basically a very small space that you don't see the t-rex and also by the way the t-rex is only in probably five minutes of the film yeah about that which is surprise and and also it's not even like the presence of the t-rex it's like you watch jurassic park and yes no the t-rexes aren't or dinosaurs aren't in every scene of the film but the presence of the t-rex is there or yeah. you know, hear the clacking of the 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 claws, or the you know, if you see the yeah. shadow behind it, or you have the just the fact that it, they could come out anywhere. But it's not it's not an open. It's they're not in an open um like zoo or park like right. they were in say Jurassic Park. They're in a locked, weird weird um yeah, like- building with solid fucking metal doors, and so you go. No, if they're in a room and the doors are locked, they're pretty fucking safe. And also, mm-hmm. it seems that they can just get away pretty easily too. Yeah. It's not like, oh shit, you know, it's not. Mm-hmm. It, there's no scene that comes. And I, again, this is you know, it's unfair to compare a film like mm-hmm. this to Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, Jurassic Park was what the early nineties. Yeah. In nineties. Um, ninety five, I think. Ninety five, and and this is two thousand and eighteen. So all of the tech, all like we literally can do, like I could do an iMovie half of the things that, yeah, you know, Spielberg spent tens of millions of dollars doing, except for the practical dinosaurs. But yeah. so it just comes down to like, say, there's not even a single scene that goes down to the fantastic, um, you know, the the Velociraptor scene in yeah, exactly. the kitchen, which, like, if you're gonna copy. Like, yeah. copy the good stuff. Yeah, and it's and again, they just didn't. I don't know. A lot. Basically, my review is I, I would agree with you, D minus. Um, um, I, I wouldn't want to fail it completely, but <laughs> yeah, it, this um, is the first for me. I think the the biggest standout of it is that this is the first time that we've looked at one of these kind of B grade direct video movies, mm-hmm. and it. I can't say in good conscience. Yeah, you know what? Watch it anyway because. Even if it's not like with with Cartel Twenty Forty Five or with Jurassic Games, it was like even if it's not technically excellent all the time, like the the passion is clear and there's some really cool bits in it and blah 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 blah. blah. Like this one, I'm just like, no, I just don't I don't see what the appeal would be outside of the premise. And they they like betray the premise so often that it's kind of like, eh, yeah. So. And it's yeah, but yeah, I. Uh... Like I said, if you listen to this entire review and you're like, ah, still, then obviously watch it. But yeah. because it then, I think that, I think that knocking down some of the vague, very small, tiny expectations, uh, yeah, that, yeah. It, that, it, that it had. Um, but, but yeah, I don't necessarily want to encourage. Yeah. Yeah. It though, exactly. because I mean, obviously the second one's happening no matter what, it's already in production, yeah. but, um, but I don't want to encourage it because clearly the people that are involved in this didn't, don't get on how to do this well. And it's, yeah. again, it's so unfortunate because it's such a, it's such a fantastic, like 
C-D-level, yeah, yeah. you know, is, horror film. Like idea. I said, it's the kind of thing where I hear the title, I hear the premise, and I'm like, oh, that's such a great idea. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. All right. And where can people find you on the worldwide internet? I'm on uh, uh, ZD Roberts on Twitter, uh, Zach D. Roberts on Facebook, and, uh, of course, you can always check out uh, my work at visu.news. That's V-I-S-U dot news. Excellent. You can find me on Twitter at Russ Burlingame. There that you can find links to my other podcasts, to my day job at comicbook.com, a whole bunch of other things. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at ECV underscore podcast, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram as Emerald City Video Podcast. Uh, we will be back very soon. This one, again, because uh, technically there's no review embargo, and I don't feel like the spoilers are going to spoil anything because I feel like there's nothing to spoil in this movie. Yeah. Uh, this, this one will go up very soon. So probably this will be up within a day or two in one direction or another of the Sicario review that we did. And then we're also going to be talking about another Jurassic movie, one that's clearly less interesting uh, yep. sometime in the next few days before, yep. before Zach goes out of town for a week. Yep. Oh, the Jurassic dead is actually available. Oh. Uh, June 12th is the uh, release date. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so, so the DVD is out, and it looks like, yes, you can get it on Amazon right now for 20 bucks. Nice. Um, I would not recommend doing that. No. Um, but <laughs> if, if anything, go to Walmart and get the $9 Blu-ray combo pack because it's 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 – if you're going to watch it, then spend as little as humanly possible. So, But yeah. – uh, but yeah, so we will be back soon and uh everybody please remember be kind, rewind. Yes.